Hello and welcome to Ask a Web Geek. You've made it to episode 21. My name is CJ Gilbert and I'm so pleased to welcome you to Ask a Web Geek. This is a weekly show where I answer all of your questions about websites, marketing, email campaigns, social media, and more. I present my normal material in my video workshop, ideas and tips and tricks that you can use for your website. But this is the place where you can ask those other questions. What other questions do you have? What other tools? do you want to use uh, as you go through your business? My name is CJ Gilbert. I call myself the Website Safari Guide, and that's because the internet is a jungle. It is so easy to get lost, not where you end up where you want to go, find yourself down a, a pathway, a hidden trap, lost in the jungle. And that's why we're here together. Uh, I'll be your guide as best I can. We also have an amazing tribe of people that join us in our Facebook group. We're streaming live right now into our Facebook group, recording this, and it's going to become a podcast. So if you'd like to participate in the live show, in the live taping, please come join our Facebook group, and I'll give you more details about how to do that in just a minute. But first, I want to share with you our featured animal of the week is the red panda. Now, I've shown this guy to you in previous videos and said, is this a fox? Is this, I don't know what this is, but he's cute. He's in our jungle. Well, all I had to do was look at his tag right here and find out that he's a red panda. So just before we hit uh, go on our taping here this morning, I looked up a couple things about the red panda so I could sound like I know what I'm talking about. So the red panda is in fact a panda, but he's smaller and he's red and he's found mainly in the Himalayas and the in China. So you could say, that he's in the Asian jungle, but he's still part of our jungle. A couple other facts. They've got a they've got a, a kind of thumb. They call it a pseudo thumb, like a panda does, to hold bamboo. Uh, they eat mostly bamboo, and they're an endangered species. So, and they're solitary. That was another fact I read that I didn't like because I don't like to be a solitary creature. I like to be with our tribe. I like to support each other in our entrepreneurial community, and that's what we're here to do this morning. So, you could be a solitary panda and uh, forage for your your dinner all alone. Or you could join up with a tribe just like us. Join up with a tribe of people and we all help each other grow. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, some really interesting information to go over. We're open to your questions and feedback as the show goes on. Our live audience is welcome to uh, make comments down there and I'll be talking to them as we go. And you're welcome to tweet along with the show no matter when you're watching this. And I hope that you get something out of it today. So we'll put our red panda right down here give you a good shot of that guy. There he is. I don't have a name for him. Should we call him Rory? Rory the Red Panda. I don't know where that came from. All right, so the Red Panda will be right down here. We'll put him right down here with my other guys next to this elephant and this tortoise and this Batman. What? What a nerd. All right, into the show. Ba -ba -ba -ba. It's Ask a Web Geek with CJ Gilbert, the Web Safari Guide. This is the place where we say, what would you like to ask a web geek? I believe your website is your number one tool. What? Yes, your website is your number one tool to grow and support your business. We're online now. Everything is digital. And your website is the only thing that you can fully own and control. The only thing that you can fully own and control online. Yes, you should be on social media. Yes, you should be on YouTube. You should be in all of those places. But they should all come back to your website. 
the only thing you can fully own and control on the internet. Do you think I'm do you think I'm passionate about that? Yeah, I am. And if you think of your website like your number one tool, you can use it to enhance each aspect of your business. It should be helping you attract more customers, make more sales, enhance your customer service, increase your efficiency, save time, save money, and help you serve your clients better, faster, and easier. I want to take a minute to acknowledge you. I want to say congratulations. You're in the right place at the right time. I know that if you're here with me, you're watching this video or you're listening to my voice on the podcast, that you want to improve your business. You want to improve your life and you're taking the steps that you need to do so. So to you, I say congratulations. Good for you. Give yourself a little pat on the back because it is a small percentage of the entire world that actively works on improving themselves and their situation. And I know you're one of those people because you're with me right now. So to you, I say congratulations. You're doing a good job. You have greatness inside of you. Keep at it. Keep doing the next right thing and you will get where you want to go. Ask a web geek. We're in a bunch of different places. Let me tell you how that works. Join our Facebook group. By the way, you can come to askawebgeek.com to find all the links and details for our show and all the groups and all those places where you can join us. You'll join our Facebook group if you want to participate in the live show. Be there while we're taping the show live, just like right now. I've got some folks watching me. No pressure. And I'm going to do a great job. And that's also where you can ask questions directly to me. And those questions become part of our show. We want to answer all of your questions. Then a couple days later, I take that video that we've created. I slice and dice, pull out some of the nonsense that I babble on, and create a show that we put on YouTube. It also becomes a podcast off of our website. And we invite you to watch, subscribe, and participate in any way you'd like to. Uh, join the Facebook group to participate live and or ask a question ahead of time. Come over to our YouTube channel to watch the show again later. Uh, listen to it as a podcast. Follow us on Twitter and, and tweet along with the show no matter what time of day or night that you're watching the show or listening to the podcast. We invite you to tweet along with us, ask questions, tell us what was funny, tell us where you are in the show, and just uh, feel free to engage with us on Twitter. Twitter as well. That's me behind the Ask a Web Geek at Ask a Web Geek on Twitter. That's me, CJ, behind the Ask a Web Geek Twitter. And I would love to chat with you there as well. So, however, you like to join us, and we look forward to speaking with you there. Disclaimer, real quick, you must be willing to have your question or issue addressed in a public forum. Obviously, this is a public video, so I want to make sure anything we talk about is totally okay with you, that we're sharing that with the world. If we need to uh, obscure password fields, we always do that. If we need to protect some sort of sensitive information, if we're logging into your website and there's something you don't want me to show, of course, I'll, I'll be happy to, to do whatever we need to so we can have that conversation ahead of time if we need to, or just know that we're going to be looking at public tools or public publicly available things. So um, I ask you to screen that as you ask me your questions, but then if there's anything else you want to chat about, of course I'll be sensitive to your needs. Also, this is not legal or professional advice. I am not an attorney. I am not a CPA. And you must have those professionals in your business. So have a business attorney that you consult with. Have a CPA and a tax professional that you consult with. I'll do my best to give you the best information I can when it comes to websites and these tools and the internet. But I'm not a, um, I'm not a legal or, you know, uh, financial professional. So you accept responsibility for everything about your business including your own success. 
So who am I? Well, I'm CJ Gilbert. I've been a web developer for over 20 years, and now I'm also a speaker and author. I teach business owners that your website is your number one tool. And if you think of it that way, you can use it for all those reasons that I mentioned earlier. I can build a website from scratch, or I can help someone just work on a particular problem that they're having with their website today. Or they can ask a question in this, in this forum, and we can we can get some help. Either I might come up with a couple ideas for you or our community is going to have a couple ideas for you. My business is serving your business. I want you to do more business. I want you to do better business. My business is here to serve you and your business. I believe you have a message that you need to get out to the world. You have a service or product that's changing people's lives and I want to help you do that better. Do more. Do better. And I'm here to help you provide the tools uh, to do so. Be on the lookout for your golden nugget. You know, our brains are so interesting. As you um, as you consume the information in multiple times or in multiple different ways, you're going to pick up on something new each time. So that's why we do the show in multiple ways. You could be here on our live taping like a couple people are now. Hi, Janae. Glad that you're here with us this morning. And then if you come back later and watch the video on YouTube later, it's kind of the same show, but you're going to be in a different place. And so you're going to get something totally new and different out of it. So be on the lookout for that. And then if you listen to it as a podcast, even later than that, again, it's the same show you just watched on the video, but it's different because you're different. What you're seeing is different. Maybe you're driving and you're thinking about something and it's a week or two or five from now and you hear it again and you heard it before, but it's five or six weeks later in your life. You hear it again and something is going to hit you differently and you're going to get something new out of it. So whether it's my material or someone else, feel free, consume that information with repetition and you're going to get a golden nugget each time you do that. Grab some paper, draw a line right down the middle. I like to label the left side notes and the right side actions. And that way, as we're going through the material, you can just take your stream of consciousness notes on the left side of the page. But then there's going to be certain pieces, certain steps that really stand out to you. And you're going to want to take quick action and move very quickly on those items. Put those in the right column. That's going to go in your action column. And that's going to be action steps that you move quickly on uh, after the show. And make sure to star your golden nuggets. Ask a Web Geek is sponsored by a couple different tools and things I want to tell you about. Number one, I start every day getting fired up and putting myself in the right mindset of success. And the way that I do that is by participating in this live call with my mentor, Eric Lothholm. And you can get all the details about this by going to amcall.gilbertstudios.com. That's AM like it's 9 AM, 9.30 AM amcall.gilbertstudios.com. Take 15 minutes out of your day, listen to this material. It's it's amazing. It's sometimes it's sales training, sometimes it's motivation, it's always motivation. But sometimes it's about a sales principle, sometimes it's about a success principle. And uh, he just announced uh, in the last couple days he's going to be going over Napoleon Hills, a couple principles from Napoleon Hill in the next uh, over the next week. So you want to, you definitely want to be a part of that. He did it last year; it was fantastic. 
You can get all the details at amcall.gilbertstudios.com. You can, if you just go there and give him your email, he'll send you all the details because you could call in and he'll send you the code to call in live to the call every morning, 7.45 a.m. Or you can listen to it later on the podcast or the website, or you can check it out on YouTube. So get all the details, amcall.gilbertstudios.com and start your day right. Get fired up. Put yourself in the mindset of success. And then when you're ready to work on your website and make your website work more for your business, you should check out my free video workshop, mywebsitesafari.com. And you're going to learn the five keys to unlock the profit hidden in your website. It is up to you how you go through this course. There are seven videos. They're each about 10 minutes. So you could plunge straight through it, do it all in about an hour, hour and a half on a Saturday. There's some worksheets and some exercises involved. So you could plunge straight through it, do it all in one sitting. Or I'll give you the option when you sign up, if you want to receive a reminder email, you can get one a day or you can get one every three days. So if you choose one a day, you're gonna get one reminder email every day for seven days and you can go through the program in one week. Or if you choose the three-day option, it's gonna give you one of those seven emails every three days. So basically you're stretching it out over a three-week period of time. So uh, seven videos every three days and you'll end up at about 21 days going through that course, 10 minutes at a time, maybe another five to 10 minutes afterward to do the exercises. So up to you, plunge through it all at once, do it over the course of a week, do it over the course of three weeks, but whatever you choose, do it. This is the course where you'll receive ideas, new ideas about how your website can better enhance your business. So those are the core principles that you should start with. And then come back here and ask me whatever follow-up questions that you have. And we're here to support you as you, as you pick apart different tools and resources that can help you move further. One of the resources that I mentioned in that class and one of the segments is this free tool that's available on my website. You can go to scan, S-C-A-N, scan.gilbertstudios.com. This is a free tool that allows you to scan your business directory listings. You may not even know how your business is being represented online. This free tool on my website, you just pop in your business name, address, and phone number and hit go. It does a live scan of 60 of the top websites that are used for business directories right now. And it will show you actively in real time where you're showing up, where you're not, where your phone number is wrong or right so you can take the steps to fix it. You can take this tool and totally go through one at a time, fix it yourself. Or if you want an amazing, uh, really time-saving tool that I have available, uh, contact me after, after you run your report and see what the situation is. Uh, give me a call or drop me an email and I'll be happy to show you more about that tool. Buckle up and stay hydrated. It's time to go a little deeper into the jungle uh, with our main content of today, our featured topic of the week. So our featured topic came to me uh, this last week when I was getting my hair cut. And I was talking to my stylist. Uh, her name is Robin. And we started talking about, you know, it's the typical thing, right? What do you do? And 
and uh, you know, we got started on, on that line of questioning and I was explaining to her, well, I, I, I build websites and I help people with their marketing and I do a, a show every week uh, where people can ask questions and I help them with their social media and I help them with their email list. And we got on this conversation of email and she said to me, oh no, email lists. I hate email lists. I don't want any spam. Spam is terrible. And we got in this conversation of spam email versus an email list. And is that the same thing? And this became the topic for today's show. I told her that's a perfect topic. She said, are you going to talk about that on your show? I said, I absolutely am. So huge shout out to Robin. Thank you, number one, for cutting my hair. Looks beautiful, by the way. If, uh, if I wasn't wearing my jungle safari hat, you could see it. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, great job cutting my hair, Robin, and great job asking this amazing question because this is a perfect thing to talk about, kind of a confusing issue, and the phrase email list can be used for both sides. You could, um, I don't want to say, how do I want to present this? But I'll just say it is possible to purchase an email list that is a list of people's email that you would then attack with your marketing messages. I do not want you to do that. I never encourage people to purchase an email list. That does lead to spam email. I hate spam email. And we're going to talk today in today's show a little bit about what that is and what that means and how to avoid it and the different ways it can happen. So this is uh, not necessarily a pro email list uh, topic, although I have had those and we will continue to have those, but it is instead an anti-spam message and what to do about it. So the first thing we need to talk about is spam versus an email list. Isn't that the same thing? No, 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 it's not the same thing at all. Let's talk about why. So spam, the word spam, is something you do not want. We do not want spam. As a consumer, you do not want it. You do not want to receive email messages that you did not ask for. Are you bombarded with messages like I am that show up in your spam folder trying to sell you some sort of a herbal remedy or a blue pill or diet, whatever it is, right? We get those emails all day long and we hate them. Why? Because we didn't ask for that. They're just sending us junk that we don't want. And that's what spam is. It's unsolicited emails. Now, it's okay if you as an individual person send an email to another individual person just reaching out to them on a one-to-one -one basis, that's okay, that's not spam. Spam is when you send out a mass email to multiple people that did not ask for it, then you're verging on to spam. Or if someone has asked you to not email them and you continue to email them, that could also be spam because they've asked not to get your email but you're still emailing them. So there's a distinction here between you're an individual person and I'm sending you an email directly from me to you and saying hi and hello, that's okay, that's allowed, or if I'm bombarding you repeatedly with messages you don't want. Spam is bad, and as a web developer, I hate spam, and I hate it for multiple reasons, and we'll get into some of those. The, uh, but I got to contrast that to an email list. Now, when I talk about an email list, I'm not talking about one that you've purchased and you're bombarding people with messages that they don't want. I'm talking about an email list that you've cultivated. 
So I have on my slide here, email list, it's something you do want from two perspectives, as a consumer and as a business owner, as a business professional. So as a consumer, this is an email list that you opt into because you want to receive that information. For example, the video workshop I was just telling you about. If you go to my website, safari.com, there's going to be a place for you to put in your name and your email. Now, I promise, in fact, I think I even say right on the form, I hate spam. I will not spam you with email that you don't want. <clears throat> you're signing up for a very specific purpose. I promise that you're going to sign up for this email, and I'm going to send you a link to my video series, and I'm going to send you six reminders so that you can have one link to each one of the videos. And then I may, and, and because you're now on my email list, I'll, I may continue to send you an email every week, every couple weeks about what's going on. Um, an email list is really important because as a business owner, it gives me a chance to continue to speak to you, right? It's more than just a single email back and forth. But as a consumer, it's something that you've asked for. That's the distinction. You came to my website and you said, CJ, I want to take your course. I want the information. Here's my email. Send me the next video. That's what you're saying to me. And I'm saying I respect you. I respect your email. I'm not going to sell that email address to anybody. I'm not going to give it to anybody. I'm only going to use it personally in my system to send you those reminder emails and maybe an occasional one after that. But you have the option as a consumer anytime to unsubscribe yourself from that link. And there's rules involved. Uh, there's spam rules. One of the rules is you must always provide your consumer a way to unsubscribe from the list. I hope you don't. I hope you stay on my list and you watch all the videos and, and you like me and you want to hear about the other videos I'm making. And when I send you an email every week to two weeks, it won't be an imposition for you. You'll want to get it. You'll want the information. But if you ever don't want to hear from me anymore, you can click the unsubscribe button. You're off my list. I'll never email you again. So as a consumer, that's how you want it. You want to be able to join the list you want and then unsubscribe when you when you don't. And all of the business owners that I work with will comply with that. So as a business owner, why does this appeal to you? Well, when someone comes to your website, they're checking out what you're doing, right? And they have an option they have an opportunity to contact you or not. But if they come to your website and then they leave again, that's not quite as good as they come to your website and they they decide to give you their email address for some reason. They want to be on your newsletter. They want to continue to hear what you have to present to them. They want the course that you're offering, right? My, my video workshop, you they want to sign up for that. That's information they want. And so they're trading. They're giving me their email address and I'm giving them the information. What does this look like for your business? It could be as simple as, hey, sign up for our newsletter. It could be sign up for our newsletter and we'll send you tricks and tips and coupons. Or it could be we're going to offer you a discount. Or it could be a free workshop like the one that I'm offering. Or it could be something else. It could be a digital course. It could be a book, an ebook, or a guide. One of my customers uh, were setting up on her site uh, an email list that you can join her newsletter. And then you're immediately going to get two free guides, kind of a, there's a one page and a two page kind of guide sheet. And then you're going to get a monthly email from her. And we're very clear what kind of email you're going to get, how often you're going to get it, and we will not spam you. So does that make sense? Are you following that? How does that feel? I do not 
recommend spam. I hate spam. I do recommend that as a business owner, as a, as a business professional, you culti cultivate an email list of people who want to continue to hear from you. And you know what? It's okay if you email that list and a couple people unsubscribe. That's okay. We only want people on your list who want to receive your email. So if someone unsubscribes, that's okay. They don't want to hear your email anymore. We don't want them on the list. See how that works? We only want a list of people who want to continue to hear from you. Let's go in a little bit more. I hope you're following this. I hope that all makes sense. And I hope that feels good. We're talking about an email list that you cultivate that has real value to you and your consumer. And we hate spam. <clears throat> Let's talk about spam. So I told you about all the great reasons to have an email list. It's very beneficial to you and your consumer. But now I'm going to turn the table and I'm going to rant a little bit about spam. I hate spam, guys. Let's talk about the kinds of spam that you could be involved in. So there's I'm going to I'm going to refer to it from two different directions, incoming and outgoing. Okay, so the incoming spam, that's the kind you get. That's the kind that comes to you. That's the kind I was referring to earlier, right? The herbal supplement, the blue pill, the whatever, 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 dating, hot dating website, you know, I don't know what they all are now, but they're all kind of like that, right? Herbal remedies and, you know, <clears throat> sex, drugs and rock and roll, right? That's pretty much what they're all about. So, and then there's the outgoing email. <clears throat> that's where it seems like you're the one sending the email. And we'll go into a little bit more about that. How can we avoid both of those things? Incoming, the kind you get. Outgoing, the kind you send. I'll, I'll tell you more about what I, why I quoted that. So here's, here's some tips on incoming spam. So be careful when you sign up for something. We were just talking about that, right? You want to sign up for things that you want to receive email from. But there may be times when you want to get to the thing, but you don't really want them to have your actual email address or you're not sure if you trust that person. So there's a couple things to do. The first thing I want to point out is be careful when signing up. Be careful to whom you're giving that email address. You want to make sure it's someone uh, with a great reputation like myself, someone that's using a documented service to track that email list to make sure that they're in compliance with all the rules and all the laws and make it really easy to unsubscribe. There's people that will collect your email address, but they don't have those same principles. You don't know what they're going to do with it. So give your email address to trusted professionals that you know will respect you and be cautious when not. And this is an excellent place to point out. This includes Facebook games. When you sign up for a game or if you're on Facebook and one of your friends has posted one of those quizzes or see what celebrity you look like or see what animal you look like or yada, dada, dada, right? When you see those little games and quizzes and puzzles on Facebook, when you click go and you go to it and you click allow, you are allowing that application to take your personal information. What I'm saying to you is you may be giving them your email address without realizing it. Because when you authorize that app or game or quiz or whatever to have your Facebook information, they may be taking your Facebook, uh, the email address that's associated with your Facebook account right then. Or when you go to a website and you sign in with Facebook, 
or you sign in with Google account, what you're doing is you're signing up for an account with that company using the email address that you're already using with Facebook or Google. So I want you to be cautious. I want you to be cautious about who you give your email address to and I want you to be cautious about using Facebook, games, quizzes, tools, whatever, because they could just be taking your email address as part of you allowing. There's that little screen that says allow permissions or allow whatever. Or if you go to a website and click login as Facebook, they also could get your email address that way. So sometimes, most of the time, very often, when I go to a website, I won't sign in using my Facebook address. I'll manually create an account with an email address and a new password so I can kind of control that. It's not directly tied to my Facebook profile. Does that make sense? Here's a couple tools on how you could do that. So be cautious where you give your email. Sometimes people may have like the main email. Let's say they have a Gmail address and that's their main email. And then they may create another email like a Yahoo or a Hotmail account and then use that as their spam email. So if they're not sure about where they're giving that email address, they'll use that secondary one and not their real one. Does that make sense to you? The other thing that we can do, if you're working with someone like me who can create multiple email addresses for you using your domain name, that's also an option where you could have your real one like cj at askawebgeek.com, but then you can also create other ones like info at or customer service at. We'll come back to this on the next slide, but that's an option. Multiple email addresses or multiple email boxes like a Gmail and a Yahoo or multiple email addresses that even go to the same box but give us power to cut one off. I'll come back to that. Or there's also these tools uh, that are called 10-minute emails. Really cool little tools. Uh, you could just do a quick Google search for 10-minute email. I found a couple that popped up. I'm not sure where which one's the original. I'm not sure which one I would recommend. These two that I found and I'm listing here look pretty good. This one's called 10 Minute Mail. 10 is spelled as uh, one zero. One zero minutemail.com. Also one zero minemail.com. So it's 10 minutemail.com or 10 min email.com. Uh, both of those websites look pretty good to me. So what this does is it generates a, a like a, a quick temporary email address for you. It's got some gobbledygook characters at whatever their website is and they create an inbox right there on the website. So you go to the tool, it generates an email address for you. You can use that address to sign up for that other thing that that guide that hopefully not CJ's video workshop because you're going to miss the reminder emails. But, you know, you can use that for that purpose where you're just taking this temporary email, you pop it in this box, and the website even allows you to receive email for 10 minutes. And there's often a button that says, I want to keep it going for another 10 minutes or I'm still using it or whatever. But it's a temporary email address. There's nothing really to sign up for other than you click go. You say, give me an address. They, they give it to you. You can use it to sign up. You can even receive email right there in that website for a few minutes to, to verify it or whatever you need to do. So it's an option. Uh, I don't want you to use that for my video workshop because you'll miss the reminder emails. But if you're not sure about the tool you're using or the place where you're giving away that email address, this might be a good option for you as well. 
And also my final piece of advice on this slide also is going to directly tie in with the next one, and that's be careful where it's published. So not only do you need to be careful using Facebook or your Google sign-in, you need to be careful where you're listing your email address. And I'm going to say this again on the next slide, but it's important to say it here. Don't put your real email address on your website. That's my recommendation. I would say avoid that. Avoid publishing your real email address to any directories, to your website, because whatever email address you put out into the world, it eventually will become the target of spam because there's these little programs that they create. They call them uh, bots. Sometimes they call them spider bots. And it's a little computer program. And its own only job is to crawl all over the internet and find every email address it can and suck it into a list. That's how they're doing it. That's how they're creating these spam email lists. So to avoid getting on that spam email list, you need to be very cautious where you're publishing your email address. So don't ever put it on. Don't put your real one on your website. Let's do something different. They can still contact you, but you're not giving away your real email address. We'll talk about that on the next slide. So that's all about incoming spam, spam that's coming into you and how to avoid that. Let's talk about outgoing spam. That is to say you are sending spam. You don't mean to, but this is how it can happen. There's two ways that this can happen. So the first way is they got into your account. You have a Hotmail account, Yahoo account, whatever, and you're not using a very secure password and they've been able to hack into your account. Again, remember those bots I was talking about that go out and look for email addresses? They've also programmed bots that will just try to crack into your email address and they'll use something that they call... Um, uh, what is the what is the name of um, there, there's a password cracking tool that they call like a dictionary bot but basically what happens is they use every word in the dictionary as an attempt of a password to get into your account now it happens in microseconds right it's computers that are running this so some websites will not allow you to try to log into your website more than like three times before it locks up, right? This is why. This is to prevent those automated bots that are trying to access your account repeatedly. Ding, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding, ding, ding. And they literally will run every word in the dictionary. And that's why we want to say avoid using long legitimate words. I'll create another video where I talk about um, passwords. I don't think I've done that yet about how to create a, a secure password that you can remember. I have a little technique on that. So that'll be a future video for you. Or best these days is to use one of these softwares that will generate a, a password for you and remember it for you. Like LastPass is a really good one. And there's a couple others. Uh, I use the one built into Google and I don't have any problem with that. In my Google browser and the Google tools, there's a password saver in there. So you've got your master password that you can log in and then this other source will remember uh, secure passwords for you. So you don't want to use uh, regular dictionary words uh, and there's also a couple things you don't want to use. You don't want to use one, two, three, four. You don't want to use ABCD. You don't want to use common, um, there, there, there's a list of common passwords that people use like password or God or Jesus. 
uh, these are really common passwords that they will automatically try to use to hack into your account. So my recommendation for you is you need to secure your password, have a secure password that is a mix of uppercase, lowercase, numbers, and symbols. That's the best way to avoid being hacked into or cracked into. And remember, there's n there's very seldom an actual person, an actual nerd sitting at the computer trying to hack into your account. It is usually one of these spider bots that they've created that's just trying to crack into any, any hole it can find. It's going to crack into it, okay? It's going to suck in email addresses. It's going to find a form where I can send out awful things or you know, they're just always trying to, they're always trying to mess with our websites, guys. So this is why I hate spammers. So uh, they got in your account. We want to avoid that by using a secure password. So this used to be a big, a big problem. I think it still is, but you, you have a Yahoo, you have a Hotmail account, you've used a regular word, they gain access to your account, and then they start sending out email from inside your account or they download your contacts. That is to say they get all of your friends' email addresses and then they send it to all of them. They can use your account to send out email. However, they don't have to actually get into your account to pretend that they're using your account. So that's why I've got it here as a second bulletin. So there's two ways it can happen. Number one, they actually got into your account. They're actually able to get into your Facebook account and then send out messages to your friends. Or they got into your Yahoo or Hotmail account and are sending out email or they're downloading your contact list. However, they can send out email pretending to be you. That is to say, if they've found your email address somewhere, they can basically spoof it. They can pretend that they're sending out an email as you, but they never actually got into your email address to do it. They're just pretending to use your email. And the, the way that you'll find out that this is happening is all of a sudden, you'll start getting all this email of error messages. All of these emails will come to you and it's going to say undeliverable message or could not be delivered. And it, it's going to look like all of a sudden you tried to send hundreds of people an email that bounced. Well, that's because someone did that on your behalf. Isn't that wonderful? Don't you just love people in the jungle? They're using your email address, pretending it's theirs, sending out a million emails, and then all of those bounced emails do actually come back to you because it looks like that's the email address that it came from. I'm so sorry to say there's nothing you can do about that. They can say they're using any email address they want, and there's really nothing we can do about that, except use a few precautions to prevent that from happening. So one of those precautions takes me right back to something I said again, be very careful where you're publishing your email address. Be careful where you're giving your email address. Make sure that when you sign up for something, it's someone you trust, it's someone that you know is gonna respect your email address, isn't gonna sell it, isn't gonna become a spammer, and you need to be careful where it's published. So if you've got a website, do not, please do not put your actual email address on your website. Instead, let's set up what I like to call an info at address, which can forward to your email address. And that's the one you can put on your website. So when I create a website, let's say gilbertstudios.com, and then I'll create another email address, info at gilbertstudios.com, this gives you a chance 
to put out an email address and if it should ever become a target of spam and it's too much, we can kill off that email address and replace it. I did have to do that last month. Uh, I've been using info at gilbertstudios.com for years. That's the one I publish on my website. That's the one I publish in all my directory listings on my Facebook page, blah, blah, blah. And eventually it happened. It was, it was inevitable, but it took, I don't know, 14, 15 years, 10, 10 years of using that email address before it got bad enough that I had to kill it. I killed that email address and said enough is enough. Um, because it happened to me where all of a sudden I was getting those hundreds of emails pouring in to info at Gilbert Studios that, you know, that they were using. They didn't get into my account. They just found it along the lines and they pretended that was their email address. So because I was using this kind of an address, I could just kill it. I could just delete it. It doesn't exist anymore and replace it with something else. So I created hello at gilbertstudios.com and that's the one that's now on my website and in all my directory listings. So who knows how many years I've, I'll be able to have that one before, before we have to deal with it. But that's a real word example. It actually happened to me. I had to kill it, replace it with something else. But because I was using this system and I had this in place, it was very easy to do that. It was very easy to kill it off and replace it with something else. So uh, and my real email address, cj at gilbertstudios.com, wasn't affected because that's not one I publish. That's one that I, you know, only use in personal uh, correspondence. So are you following all of that? Does that make sense to you? How does that feel? Does that feel like something that we can avoid together in the future? Um, you need to be cautious, right? Spam versus email list. Incoming versus outgoing. So... Take a rewind back if you need to go over any of those details again. Again, spam, we do not want. We don't want to receive it. We don't want to send it. We don't want to be accused of sending it. If you if you are creating an email list, which you do want, you do want to cultivate an email list for your followers, for your community, for your audience. That's important. And the only people that are on that list are people that have requested it and that have signed up on purpose. They've said, let me be on your list. Send me email. We want, we want to have raving fans that are excited to hear from you. I'm so excited when I send out an email to my list and people write me back and they're all, hey, thanks for sending this out. I sent out a couple of the videos I made last week and multiple people wrote me back and said, thank you for, for sharing this. Thank you for these updates. I'm going to check out that email or I'm going to check out those videos. Thank you. They thanked me. It's so cool that they responded back to my email and said, thank you for sharing that information. Did I get some unsubscribes? Maybe. You know what? I didn't even really look. Uh, I might have gotten one or two, but it doesn't matter because the people that are on my list want to receive information from me and they know I'm not going to abuse it. I don't email them every day or several times a day. I'm never going to sell their address. The only purpose they gave me their address and said they want my videos, they want my, my book, they want, you know, whatever it is I was offering and they want to hear from me. I want to do the same thing for you. I want you to cultivate an email list of people who want to hear from you. And it's important. And I'm using tools and services in place that protect me as a business owner. And, and I'm, I, I can assuredly say I am not a spammer and I have proof. I have proof that every one of the people on my list 
they themselves signed up to be on that list. They recorded, they requested it, and we even have the date and time recorded of when they did that and which site they used to do it. I have a service that I use that protects me as a business owner and protects my consumer. So it's a win-win situation. I hate spam. I will not send out spam emails. I will not help someone who wants to send out spam emails. I only help business owners that want to do a legitimate, ethical email list and only send email to people who want to hear from them. If you have any questions on email lists, how to get it started, what the added benefits are, any, any questions at all about that, please let me know. I'm delighted to, to talk to you more about an email list and what it can do for your business in a positive way, in an, in an opt-in way. This is also called an opt-in list. Did I mention that previously? I should. This is known as an opt-in email list because all of the people are opting in. They're requesting to receive that information. Hope you followed that. I hope all that made sense and I hope you're feeling good about that. Go over just a couple things here as I finish up the show. We've got ongoing conversations in our Facebook group. I'm not going to read these to you. I've read them every show for the last 20 episodes. If you have any comments about any of these topics, please come to our Facebook group and chime in. Here's another one. We're looking for offline techniques. Do you have any offline resources you want to talk about? Come to the Facebook group and let us know. Melissa asked this question in the show uh, last week. She wanted to know about Facebook advertising and how someone could be running an ad on her behalf and she couldn't see the spend. And I came to you last week and I said, I don't know this answer, but I'm reaching out to another expert who is an expert in Facebook advertising. And she came into the group and she left a comment on Melissa that basically said, this shouldn't happen like this. Uh, it shouldn't be like this. You should be able to see the spend. And I thought that was the right answer. That's the answer I thought, but I wasn't sure. So I'm glad she confirmed that. And maybe she'll have more information for us. So come join that conversation also in our Facebook group. And then tell me, what are your questions? What else do you want to know? What else can we answer for you? There's been a lot of material that we've gone over in the last 20 episodes. If we've gone over something before and I can just send you a quick link to it, I'll do that. But if we haven't, I would love to hear what your question is and answer it in an upcoming episode. I want to remind you once again to check out our sponsors. Check out this call by Eric Lothholm, amcall.gilbertstudios.com. Put yourself in the mindset of success. I do this every day. I was on today's call live. I was on yesterday's call live. Sometimes I can't be on it live. For example, Thursdays, I have another meeting. I always listen to the recording. I'm either there live or I listen to the recording every day. Puts me in the right mindset really helps me get out of that funk that we all find ourselves in and, and keep us focused on moving forward. I really appreciate what Eric's doing, and I want you to join his community as well. amcall.gilbertstudios.com. Check out my free video workshop, mywebsitesafari.com. All these resources I'm giving you, there's a place for you to put in your email address, but you can know, you can be absolutely assured that your email address will not be sold, it will not be given away, and it will not be abused. If you sign up for mywebsitesafari.com, you're going to receive seven emails, uh, one with a link to each video. There's seven videos, you'll get seven emails, one link each reminding you to check out the next video. And it's even your choice whether you want to get that email once a day or once every three days. Totally up to you. And um, check that out. 
And one of the tools that we talk about in that course is this free scan tool, scan.gilbertstudios.com. This is an opportunity for you to check out how your business listings look online. What are you putting out there? Your business name, your phone number, your address, your email, your website. You may not know what all of these companies, what all of these websites have found about you and have added. So this is a great tool you can use, totally free to check this out, scan.gilbertstudios.com. Again, you'll pop in your email address and that will come to me only and you will receive one email back from me that says, thanks for checking out this scan report. Here's your free scan report. And that's it. I won't even add you to a list. I won't even, that, that, that won't even go on my list. You won't even hear from me again unless you write back to me and say, tell me more about that or what do I do next or I don't understand what this said. And then, of course, write, write me back and I'll be happy to tell you. But I'm just giving you an example. This one right here, you'll, just, you'll, you'll be able to get the information immediately live and watch it happen. And I'll just follow up with you one time to send you a copy of that report for you to keep. Let me know if you have any questions at all. All of the links and details are at askawebgeek.com. My name is CJ Gilbert. I'm the website safari guide. I help business owners and entrepreneurs with their websites and marketing. We can build a website. We can work on an individual problem. Or I invite you to come join our Facebook group. Come join our community. Follow on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube. Ask whatever questions you have on websites, email campaigns, marketing, social media, and more. I'm here for you to use however you need me askawebgeek.com. Thank you so much for your time and attention this morning. At Gilbert Studios, we understand the internet is a jungle. It's too easy to get lost, go down the wrong path, fall in a hidden trap, find yourself lost and not knowing where to go next. You want to avoid all of that. You want to join up with a tribe of people and hire a well-trained guide who can lead you through and get you where you want to go. Wishing you the very best week. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful website Wednesday. And we'll see you next week in the web jungle. God bless. The internet's a jungle.